How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. I'm Glennon Doyle, author of Untamed and host of the podcast, We Can Do Hard Things. On We Can Do Hard Things, my wife, Abby, my sister, Amanda, and I talk honestly about the hard parts of life. Join us and guests like Michelle Obama, Tracy Ellis Ross, and Brene Brown as we have refreshingly honest conversations. New episodes are out every Tuesday and Thursday. So listen to and follow We Can Do Hard Things, an Odyssey podcast, available now for free on the Odyssey app and everywhere you get your podcasts. 10, 10, 9, 9 8, 8, 7, 7 6, 6, 5, 5 4, 4, 3, 3 2, 2, 1, 1. Let's go! Now it's the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show. Mix 94.1. Good morning and welcome to the pre-show. It is Thursday. It is April 20th. <laughs> 420. How you, how you spending your 420, everybody? It's 420. I can't wait to hear everybody. Like Everyone gets really excited about it. If, if not to participate, at the very least, to make like the silly jokes. Like, and- whoa. <laughs> So crazy. I knew. I'm sure I knew at some point. But why is it 4:20? Like, why is 4:20 the day for weed? Because that, I, from what I understand, uh, back in the day, that was the time that you would do it. Like after school, you would meet your friends at 4:20. But let me confirm that 4. 4- 20 or is 420 like the police code for oh, marijuana maybe. or something like that <laughs> so why are you asking me i don't you know, know. I, I, that's what i think it i forget but maybe maybe 420 why is the optimal is... time to smoke weed that's what i had heard but i don't know that's not my world so i really don't know why is 420 associated and if it was your world would 420 be the optimal time back in high school if you were doing it in high school to smoke marijuana oh you were right but by the way oh, oh was... wait wait in the 1970s, when a group of teenagers from San Rafael High School in Marion County, they would re- ritualistically smoke marijuana at 420 each day. The number 420 then became the code for marijuana. The five students called themselves the Waldos, which referenced the wall that they would sit on at their school. So now you know the history of 420. Is that why Where's Waldo is called Waldo? Because he's a pothead? I don't I don't know. I mean, I don't know that all Waldos are part Paul Pieds, but uh, interesting associations. I just make. know where mine's going. It's 420. My yeah. gosh. So now you know that's uh, that's the meaning before. So the, the code came after. Imagine how proud you guys would be if you, if you were one of the people that created the code yeah. for marijuana. That's kind of an accomplishment. You got to smoke a lot of weed if, it, if, it, if the cops name the code after you. That's I the, know. Yeah, that good, must be the thing. Good for you guys. <laughs> I have a question for for you because um, when we wrapped up the show on Wednesday, we always record like a little promo that airs throughout the day teasing what's coming up. And in our promo, we're talking about Marcella 2 is arriving on Friday and we're excited. That's tomorrow. Steph and I know everything that's going on. We're putting it together for you. And then you drop this little nugget on us that you've got goodie bags for the listeners or for us. Well, what's your goodie bag thing? You've got both. Both. What? So you guys are... 
you guys have put a lot of effort into this. I see you guys having your meetings and I just, uh, I'm so grateful. And then the listeners, they're already starting to send me birthday wishes and I'm just so grateful. It's not even my birthday yet. And uh, I just wanted to give you guys something back. And every time you go to a party, which is what Martella is, you usually get a goodie bag. Mm -hmm. And so I thought, you know what? I'm going to create some goodie bags. So um, I got with our promotions director, Jeremy, and I was like, do you have anything that... I, I can put in these goodie bags because I, you know, there's like candy and whistles and stuff in there. <laughs> but um, I wanted to like to add some oomph to it. So we got some really cool things that I'm going to put in your guys' goodie bags. So tomorrow morning, once an hour, I'm going to give away one of the goodie bags and there's some pretty incredible stuff in them. And, and yours too. You guys get them automatically. You don't have to call Steph, in. Steph, we're getting goodie bags. <laughs> I just want, you know, little candies. I'm cool with that. I oh, want the whistle. You, you want, want the whistle? whistle? <laughs> I have some bounty balls in there. Nice. I've got some of those mini things where you blow bubbles. Um, there's all sorts of good stuff in there. Oh, but there's really? also some really good stuff in there. Marcella too, has just gone to a new level. I'm it has. So, I'm more excited now than ever. Oh, oh my gosh. Man. It's going to be so fun. So I, I can't wait. I'm so looking forward to it thank you guys again for all the effort you put into this it does not go unnoticed and i'm extremely grateful um i usually get embarrassed on my birthday and i still do but um you guys you make it fun it's a fun embarrassment rather than oh gosh yeah it's a, go. it's a good embarrassment yeah and, and steph and i have been normally i think i think last year we had our Merchella meetings and calls after the show so now like if there's some downtime steph will come into the studio and we'll start talking about Merchella plans and everything and there's a, a couple of things that steph and i find kind of amusing going yes. into tomorrow's show we were laughing and, and you can see us mercedes so i would tell mercedes like, we're talking about Merchella in here just so you know what the, i know the i was like are. you guys don't have to like include me on everything you're allowed to have your own conversation i just want you to know because i think it's two days ago we're both in like tears laughing about something and then she goes no strippers I'm like, Darn it, my plan. i know i was like please don't bring like anyone that takes their clothes off I, not that you know i have nothing against it but th you think i'm embarrassed by just the party that would take it to a whole new level uh, scratch the new dancers yeah, please. 7 30 we need something <laughs> great it's gonna be fun marcella will start tomorrow morning at 5 30 hey really quick i wanted to ask you um i left i left um before everyone i think it was on what's today thursday i think it was on tuesday and i texted you guys when i went outside to look outside did you look outside you yeah could you see us banging on the window or no, hear us? i was I banging on the window so hard after what you did after you accomplished what you did i was so excited i was pounding on the window i couldn't i couldn't believe it so we were talking on the show uh, a couple days ago about um like cool things that little hacks and stuff and one of the hacks was um if you press the um, unlock button on your key fob twice, all of your windows will roll down if you have automatic windows. And we were trying it from in here. It wasn't working. And we were just kind of like, oh, well, no big deal. So I go out into my car and I, I put my stuff in and I'm sitting there getting ready to start. And I was like, wait, I'm going to try that again. So I closed my door and I hit it twice and boom, everything came down. I'm like, oh, why didn't this work before? Oh my gosh. So I put him back up. I text you guys. I'm like, look outside, look outside the window. And uh, I did it again and it went down. I could not believe it. We were jumping up and down with excitement. Really? Yeah, oh. I, I don't know if text was, I, I guess Steph didn't respond to you. Um, Cause like we, I went running to the window cause Steph just read your text message out loud, out loud saying, look outside at our, at, uh, at my car. And so I'm thinking you're talking about like my car. And so I look out the window, like did something happen in my car? And then I see you do. And I just started jumping up and down with joy. Now, I tried it with my car. It did not work on, yeah. on my car. Was your car unlocked? 
Um, that it, was the key to mine. It had to be unlocked, and then you hit the two. Yeah, so I went unlock, I hit the unlock button, and then hit a second time and hold it down for three seconds. It didn't work, but it worked on my wife's car. Well, okay, so I think you have. I, I want to try it again later okay. because you hit unlock. Mm-hmm. Now it's unlocked. Yep. Then you hit it twice. Oh, it's hit it twice or hold it. I hit it twice, and then it worked. So it was unlocked. Then I hit it twice and held it down on the second one, and it was like. It was crazy. Okay, we'll have to try it later. Because for Lara's car, I unlocked it and then hit it a second time and held it down, and all of her windows went down. Okay, yeah, it's kind of a weird, a weird little thing that you know you find on TikTok, but it worked for me, and I was I was freaking out. I'm like, oh my, and I was all by myself, and so I was like, oh my god, oh, oh there's nobody here. We were there with you. I was, I, I was, I'm surprised you couldn't hear me because Steph, I was pounding on that. I was hitting the window like really hard, like yeah, you did it. Yeah, I was because I couldn't hear a word, and I was like, well, either they didn't go there or nobody cares (laughs) well see you later (laughs) all right let's start the show it is time for the pre-show you pick them this morning you get to pick the first song of the show do you want to hear name by the goo goo dolls a friend that listens to the show named Cindy. She's the world's biggest Goo Goo Dolls fan. I know what she's voting for nice. this morning. Uh, do you want to hear Another Night by The Real McCoy? Or do you want to hear Crazy by Gnarls Barkley? I know what JC's not voting for. I'm sorry. <laughs> Google Norris Barkley and his, his pass. I'm not, I am not a fan of this guy. <laughs> Those are your choices. You can get your votes in right now. Tweet us at Mercedes in the AM. Vote on our Facebook page or text or call us at 702-364-9400. We're going to count your votes now and reveal the winner next on Mix 94.1. Mix 94.1. Coming, coming, coming up. You're going to want to hear this. We have more to come on the pre-show this morning. On the way next, we have the Daily Dirt. If you're heading to Coachella this weekend, there is a big change in the lineup. Details in five minutes. And the votes are in. Hold on. I'm counting these last couple that just came in. And... Another night by the real McCoys, the pre-show. You, you choose the music, you pick it, we play it. Awesome. It's the Mercedes in the morning pre-show. You pick a mix, ninety four point one. It's time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Frank Ocean has dropped out of this weekend's performance at Coachella because of his leg injury. The representative for Frank says he's not able to perform due to two fractures and a sprain in his left leg. Blink-182 is going to take his spot, and that'll be Sunday night. That's a whole mess right there. And then also, I just feel like... Putting Blink in his spot, it, it's not apples to apples. You know, I would think that they would put someone in the same genre because I know a lot of people bought tickets specifically for Frank Ocean. And then, and I love Blink 182, don't get me wrong, but it just seems like an odd thing to replace, an odd band to replace him with. I didn't even think of that, too. Yeah, staying in the same genre of music, so you maybe like the style of Frank Ocean. He might not be a Blink 182 fan, that may not fit. Interesting to see what happens this weekend. By the way, Frank Frank Ocean, his streaming numbers almost doubled from Saturday to Monday, rising 94%. And speaking of rising numbers and streaming, TikTok and TV shows, they have become a powerful force in influencing music. We saw it with Kate Bush 
in her song Running Up That Hill after it was on Stranger Things last year. And I'm talking about this song right here. Well, I Hope You Dance by Leanne Womack is trending 23 years after it came out, and it's all thanks to the Netflix dating show Love is Blind. So the song was featured several times this season, and then after the finale last Friday, it saw a 24% bump in streaming, and then there was another big surge after the reunion episode aired this week, and it's this song right here. I hope you dance. That TikTok is so powerful because there will be songs that I hear on there, new songs that aren't even on the radar right now for anyone else. And then when it becomes something that radio is thinking of playing, I'm like, oh, yeah, I know that song. You know, from TikTok. I've heard of that. (laughs) Uh, Let's go here. Speaking of new music, uh, the Foo Fighters released their first track since their drummer, Taylor Hawkins, died. It's called Rescued. Here is what that song sounds like. Hawkins died in March of 20, uh, 2022 at the age of 50. They didn't say who the drummer is on this song. Some are asking if it's actually Dave Grohl, but there's drummer experts that have heard the song and said the drumming is not the style of Dave Grohl. Interesting. So, uh, I'm glad to hear that they are putting something else out, though. Yeah, such a powerful band. Yeah, um, Miss, Miss Taylor, but... Uh, I'm glad they're not just calling it quits, you know? I know. And just the, the, the things, too, that Dave Grohl has gone through in his career, first with Kurt Cobain and now with Taylor. It's just, I mean, the guy's been through so much. It's, it's kind of a sad story. If you look at some of the stuff there. You brought, brought this up on the show on Wednesday. Netflix is ending DVD by mail business. After 25 years, the last of those red envelopes will be mailed out September 29th. And then if you do have one of those, you'll have to the end of October to return it without getting fined. I do have a, a little quiz here. What was the first ever DVD rented by mail through Netflix? This is March of 1998. Was it Happy Gilmore, Independence Day, or Beetlejuice? Uh, I would think, when did Netflix come out? This is March 1998 when the first uh, Netflix DVD was mailed out. Okay, Beetlejuice I heard. What were the other two again? Happy Gilmore, Gilmore? Okay. and Independence Day. Hmm. I don't think Independence Day... Um, I don't know. Beetlejuice is the first one, so I'll say Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice is correct. Is that correct? Yeah. What year did Beetlejuice come out? Do you know? Oh, Beetlejuice. Was that early 90s? I want to say it was... Yeah, I think it was early 90s. I'm trying to remember. That movie freaked me out. I was really scared of that movie. I didn't like understand it either. Maybe I didn't watch the whole thing all yeah, the way through. I think, yeah, I think we were young, too young when that came out to figure it out. And then I did watch it as an adult, and it was bizarre. Was it? <laughs> it was bizarre. <laughs> uh, how about this? The most popular new release currently on Netflix's DVD by mail service. Is it Cocaine Bear, Whale, or Megan? Mm, I'm going to say Cocaine Bear. Cocaine Bear is correct. Oh, really? Yes. (laughs) Wow, I'm on the pulse of Netflix, apparently. The the DVD version. (laughs) Netflix DVD. We'll have more dirt coming up in the 7 o'clock hour right around 7.15. 
Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number 1822. And now, here's your hosts, Mercedes and JC. Good morning and welcome to the show. It is Thursday, April 20th. It is 6 o'clock in the morning, and we are so happy to have you here with us. Um, I've had a couple this people this week. Ask me about Try It Tuesday. We tried some uh, Pop-Tarts, different flavors of Pop-Tarts. And uh, you had mentioned something to me uh, yesterday, I believe, in regards to that, that in your home, that was like the treat. It was Pop-Tarts. Yes, it was. Yeah. Growing up. Now, once I left home, went to college, I'd buy them all the time. But growing up, that was, it was a rare occasion we had Pop-Tarts in our house. And it was either something special was going on or it, it was only for the weekends. We, weekdays was just wake up, cereal, and go. So if we had Pop-Tarts, if we did have them, it'd be on the weekends and it'd be such a special thing to come down on a Saturday morning. And my mom would like, we got Pop-Tarts. Like, what? We got Pop-Tarts. And definitely would always heat them up as a kid and that goes back to when sometimes my mom would keep them in the toaster a little bit too long so he'd be so excited to eat it you know she'd tell you it's hot give it a second you didn't care it was a pop tart in front of you bite that thing and it burned the, the roof of your mouth you get the little uh, skin dangling down but that was an absolute treat in my house for our uh, our treat as far as breakfast goes it was all always a sugar cereal because we typically didn't have sugar cereals we usually had like Cheerios or um, I don't know. I don't consider life a, a sugar cereal, but we'd have life or Cheerios, um, stuff like that. And every once in a while, my mom or my dad would get us like Apple Jacks or um, Cocoa Krispies or something. And oh my gosh, my brother and I would fight over it. And it got to the point where we would whoever found it first would hide the cereal box so the other one couldn't have any of it. So I, my hiding spot was we had this thing and I, I don't know if they're considered lazy Susans, but um, like in our cabinets, there was one right um, underneath where our microwave was and it looked like a, it was like in the corner and you pull the thing and then it's a whole circular thing of your spices and stuff. Do you know what that is? Yes. My uh, my, my grandmother's house had one of those. I thought it was the coolest thing in the world. It's been, it's been like the whole thing would like spin around. Yeah. Right? Yes. So my hiding spot was in there, not on the shelf, but there was a little gap between the side of the cabinet and the spinny thing. And I could fit a box of cereal right there. And my brother would come downstairs like, where's the cereal? I'm like, I don't know. Maybe mom took it. And then he'd leave and I quietly go in there and open the thing, grab it, pour my cereal, and then put it back. And then he'd come back in and he's like, how'd you get that? <laughs> he would freak out on me. But he'd hide it from me too, except I knew where his hiding spot was. So little did he know when he'd leave, I'd go to his hiding spot, pour a bowl of it, and put it back where I got it from. It was brilliant. I was brilliant. The games we did with our siblings, too. What was the treat in your house growing up? And and I remember once we had, it was Captain Crunch with the berries, with those red berries. Mm -hmm. It was one of the first times, maybe the second time we had it, and my brother and I loved that cereal, and I was up before him, so I went through. I had my, my bowl of cereal, and then my second bowl, I went through, and I picked all the berries out of the box. And then put the thing back in the shelf. So when John came down for breakfast, he pours his boys. Remember him going, Mom, there's no berries. Aww. My mom's like, where, where are all the, what, JC? I'm taking this back. <laughs> <laughs> I ate all the berries out of the Captain Crunch and Berry box. Oh, man. The, the cereal, cereal was like the thing for kids to fight over. It was just such a treat. I wish I ate cereal more often. I just, I don't do it anymore. But there's nothing like a good cold 
bowl of cereal, especially if you're like about to go to bed. I used to love eating cereal before bed. Oh, that was the best. But growing up, was that your regular? Because for us, that was that was breakfast. We didn't have eggs or anything like that. It was every single day. Eggs on a rare occasion, but it was always cereal every morning. Yeah, that was the thing. So I was just thinking about that. I'm like, we would have Pop-Tarts every now and then, but it was never it was never fought over. Those stayed in the pantry. They, <laughs> they were there if you needed them. They were like the the backup in case of emergency, but it was the cereal that was fought over in our house. Cereal wars as a kid. It's yeah. a serious thing. On the show today, Blackpink, those tickets, win them before you can buy them tickets. They go on sale on April 28th. We have a pair for you in the 8 o'clock hour at 825. And up next, we have What's Trending. What do you have for us? Dan Reynolds and his wife are finally calling it quits. Is a Twilight TV series in the works. And Reese's is now catering to both those smooth and chunky fans. They're all coming up uh, in What's Trending. Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending is on Mix 94.1. Dan Reynolds is trending this morning. The lead singer of Imagine Dragons ha- is officially getting a divorce. Now, his wife actually filed uh, the papers according to court records. It happened on Tuesday in L.A. And uh, they're pulling the plug on a marriage that lasted over a decade. The estranged couple announced their separation last year. Um, and a lot of people are speculating that his wife, his former wife, Asia Volkman, filed uh, because Dan has been linked to his new girlfriend, Minka Kelly, and uh, that it was just that was just kind of it um, when they realized it was not there's not going to be a reconciliation. They have four kids together. Um Asia and Dan initially announced the split way back in 2018, but they appear to be rekindling their relationship. Uh, They had another child and it just it's not going to work out. And so sending our best to both of them. That's going to be a really hard time right now. Yeah. So much respect for the two of them. Obviously, the Vegas connections with the two of them. And they they, they, they have their reasons. They do what they got to do. But I just that's one of the things that takes me back to the pandemic when he was initially separating from his wife and they released the video for this song right here. He had a little snippet of him. We were talking about he was going ready to sign the, uh, the divorce papers. And then he said, what are we doing? And he called his wife and they, they reconciled at the time. And there was that video of her in the picture with the kids. And that, that takes me back to the pandemics. That was a huge song back in 2020. Yeah. They, he wrote this song just based on that whole situation. So it's uh, it's over for the two of them. Also trending this morning is Twilight. Your favorite vampires are coming to the small screen. Porter says that a series version of author Stephanie Meyer's best-selling book series is in early development. In fact, they don't even have a, a network or a platform as of yet, but they are shopping it. Meyer is expected to be involved in this TV adaptation. The franchise, which made stars of Kristen Stewart, Robert Pattinson, and Taylor Lautner, has collectively grossed 
more than $3.4 billion worldwide. It was just huge. Who was the star? I remember you hosted an event at the Galleria Mall, and one of the stars from the movie was there. Um, it was uh, Peter, uh, how do you say his last name? Oh, yes. Fascinelli? Uh, Fascinelli, yeah. He was married to Jenny Garth at the time, but they they got a divorce, speaking of divorce. But yeah, he was uh, there and just the nicest guy. People, so it was at Sunset, uh, or what's it? The, the Galleria, Galleria yeah. Mall at Sunset. And there were thousands of people that showed up just to get a glimpse, a glimpse of him. It was craziness. I showed up just to get a glimpse as well. I remember walking in there and there's the second floor, people looking down. Yeah. Because he was, was it the, the main, uh, the dad on the show, right? He was uh, Robert Pattinson's dad. Yeah. yeah. It was, uh, it was crazy. And yeah, the, I, I, I love Twilight. I still love Twilight. Every once in a while, I'll just watch it just because it gives me comfort. Um, but I don't know, like TV show wise, I wonder how obviously Kristen Stewart and Robert Pattinson, they're probably not going to be in a TV show, but I would like to know what direction they plan to go with. Are they going to go with um, follow Renezme and like what she ends up doing? Is it going to be just a totally different group of vampires from across the globe? I, I'm very curious as to how, what direction they're going to go in with this. Yeah, it'd be so interesting to see. I'll just go in the same way. I just I enjoyed reading the books when they came out and then we're so excited for the movies to come out and I think it was during the pandemic we went through and rewatched all the movies again. I'll just go into this with a fresh, clean mind and, and what they put out, I'll try to try to embrace. I'll definitely check it out. Um, whether I stay committed to it or not, <laughs> that's another question. And then finally this morning, Reese's is trending this morning. If you like peanut butter, you probably have a strong preference for creamy or crunchy. And now that choice can extend to Reese's peanut butter cups. So Reese's has new limited edition versions of their peanut butter cups out. One that has a crunchy peanut butter filling and one that has a new creamy filling made with a noticeably smoother texture than the classic ones. They're going to be available through the summer while supplies last. And Reese's wants you to try both and then go and vote for your favorite at Hersheyland.com. I w- I'm a smooth person. Smooth is my is my jam when it comes to uh, peanut butter. Which one do you go with? I do like chunky. Yeah? Yeah, I do. I just, those pieces of peanuts get stuck in my teeth and I just, I, I can't do that. I love like nice, sometimes I'll just go in the pantry and grab a scoop of the smooth and just keep the spoon in my mouth while it's just melting. It's so delicious. <laughs> and you don't want the peanuts on there to interfere with anything. No, that, then everything gets hard and I have to chew and I, I <laughs> don't want to work. have to do that. That's what's trending. <laughs> Imagine this. Twilight, the TV show, 8 p.m. on CBS. That that could happen. It could be on Netflix. We don't have an actual deal, but if you missed it earlier in what's trending, that is happening it is in an early development. The books that were written by Stephanie Meyer and turned into a huge movie franchise, it's now coming to television. No word on who they're going to follow, how it's going to work. And then last week we got news that a Harry Potter TV show is officially moving forward, and that is with HBO Max. They say it's going to have all new characters. Um, they say... Each show will be based on one of the books in the franchise. So it sounds like a lot of our favorites from the big screen are now moving to the small screen. And I really feel it's has to do with that nostalgia, seeing that stuff, getting uh, almost updates on on stuff or characters. It just it makes you 
feel like you're back in that time, maybe when life was a little more carefree or, or simple. And I, I like the idea of it, as long as it's done right. If you could pick one movie to become a television show, a movie from the past, um, just coming back, maybe following the same characters, maybe different characters, what movie would you pick? Do you have something that you would want to see on television? I do. Follow along, though. I'm going with Titanic. Now, we all know how it ends. And so that would be the thing going into it. But it would be my version of the TV show. These characters, we learn more about it. At the same time, getting fast forwards of two, like the ship sinking and what they're going through. But then, then flashbacks to when they were what, what established them to be on the Titanic for the first time. It'd be an interwoven love story about past and present and where the ship is going. So kind of like a prequel? Yeah, a prequel, but at the same time, we're interweaving the ship sinking. So we'll see young Jack, uh, maybe his first love. We're following that. And then fast forward to him on the boat and the boat starting to go down. We're interweaving the ship, the, the sinking of the ship and their past. It's, it's a very complicated show I'm thinking of. Hmm. But yeah, I mean, maybe if you work out some of the kinks on that, I think that that could be something. I mean, it would almost be like a flashback series going from the movie and showing the path there. So... Yeah, I could I could see that as something like a reverse Yellow Jackets, where you know there's a, it's kind of based on a disaster. We're moving between time frames, current day and past, but we'll flip it from the past to the current day of the ship sinking. Do you need the current day since most of us have seen it? Maybe you just do the past. Ooh, because you all know? know where it's going. Yeah, right, yes. everybody knows. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I have a really good idea, but I want to hear from Frank first. Frank, good morning. What uh, what movie should be a TV show? Frank. Frank. Do you need Frank. Uh, Frank's got his radio on. It's okay, Frank. Uh, sorry. I th- so there's a note here that says he said The Outsiders, which, man, that's that's an old movie. Mm-hmm. And that would, I don't know where he was going with that, but if it is where I think it is, going forward with the guys and like having them in present day. Well, they couldn't be in present day because that show was, wasn't that movie based in like the 60s or yeah, but you can maybe do the present day of them being in the oh, 80s them, or something. Yeah. Yeah. In the 80s, the 30 years from when the actual movie took place. Yeah, like, um, you know, <laughs> well, we can't follow Johnny. No spoilers here, but that that wouldn't happen. But the other guys, you know. Johnny's the, kids. Maybe and, he has some kids we don't know about. And what are the social... No, he didn't. He was very young. Do you know what happened to Johnny? Uh, I, I'm I'm blanking on... Um, That's the, uh, Ralph Macchio's character. Uh-huh. Does he die? Yes. Ah. Oh. Yeah. In a fire. Oh, yeah. I, I, I saw the movie. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I yeah. remember. Yeah. Oh, that was so sad. And right now I'm never being sad about that. No, we'll do it for Johnny. Uh, that was... He survived the fire but died in the hospital, yes, right? Yeah. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Um, Someone is saying Hunger Games on our text lines at 702-364-9400. <laughs> that, that would... <laughs> I actually would watch that. I would watch that. Someone says, I think maybe The Goonies. The Goonies. I don't remember how The Goonies ended. Do you remember? Yes, it ended with they found. Were they searching for a treasure? The, the treasure. Yeah, yeah. And they found that. I remember the final scene, like the ship coming out in the water, the big oh, uh, yeah. pirate ship. So the ship came out. So there really was the ship and the money. But maybe yeah, the TV show follows them what they do with their treasures that they found, like living in suburbia and paying th- for things with gold coins and <laughs> stuff like that. I I like it. I like it. Okay, here's my idea. It's it's kind of like one of those series. Where it changes every week. Whole new episode, whole new cast of characters. Kind of like, remember Black Mirror? Yeah. Just a different story, 
has nothing to do with the first one. So it's like a happy black mirror or maybe an unhappy one where each week is a different movie and it's called like whatever the movie is with a twist. So this week's episode is going to be, um, for, for instance, yours Titanic with a twist and on Titanic with a twist. What we do is we go back to one specific incident that made what happened in the movie happen. So let's say it's like the people constructing the Titanic and made it so it sank. We go back to that very moment where someone comes in and says, like, actually, let's do this instead. So that fast forwards to changing the entire story and you get to see what the alternative story was if the Titanic didn't sink and everyone got there safely. And it's it's every movie you can imagine with a twist, Twilight with a twist. So Twilight with a twist has it so maybe um, Bella doesn't get bitten. Then what happens? Oh, like she I like does, this. You know uh, what I mean? Uh-huh. Uh, give me a movie. And it, Back to the future. With, Back to the future with a twist. Um, he calls, Doc calls Marty, but Marty is fast asleep and didn't get his message. So he doesn't go out there. And then what happens? Because he didn't get in the car and all that good stuff. He'd still die then, right? Because Marty know. got there in time so to it, stop the terrorists. It might be it might be sad, but it's with a twist. <laughs> this is really, really good. <laughs> really good. I, I Any movie, you can do it with. So seriously, the series could go on forever. Something, uh, Fight Club with a twist. I don't want to just grab that movie. Fight Club. The Fight Club with a twist. Uh, he decides that he doesn't want to use violence to help himself get through his problems, and he goes to therapy instead. And then, you know, he becomes very successful in his career or whatever. I don't know. It, it, it'll it work. Trust me. I like this. We're on to something with a twist. Top Gun with a twist. Mm-hmm. Um... Maverick as a child decides that he doesn't want to be a naval aviator. He instead wants to go into um, medicine. So he becomes um, a paramedic and he just lives his life as a paramedic. Would that mean Goose lives? It does. Yeah. Because he's not. Everything changes. So Top Gun 2 would change because Maverick's not in there and then Goose's son wouldn't have the chip on his shoulder his entire life. He never meets Iceman. They go there. You can focus on what's Iceman doing these days. It's just, there's so many possibilities. Titanic, just maybe the captain takes iceberg training class. So he knows to be aware of when to look for an iceberg. The tip means there's a lot going on underneath it. Or maybe global warming. It affects the iceberg, so there's no iceberg there. They don't hit it. You know, there's just... This could be really good. I've this got This is something. good. We should start writing these out. Hot 3 is coming up here in a few minutes. What do you have for us? All right. Well, this was absolutely huge news yesterday. The Oakland A's say they're moving to Las Vegas. Also... Ignoring this at home will make you a better manager. If you're a manager, you might want to try it out. If you're an employee of a manager, share this story with them. Also, TikTok's new acne cure is blowing up. Wait until you hear what it is. It's all coming up next in the Hot 3. 
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. It's that time of year. Cash the ticket. Jim Costa with Mike Valeni. We shift the focus from football to college hoops, getting us ready for the tournament where we're going to break down all the matchups and have an eye on some future plays, too. Search Cash the Ticket on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go. Here we go. Three, two, it's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. After years of tense negotiations with the city of Oakland, the A's said yesterday that they had reached a deal to acquire a stadium site near the Strip, and they say that they hope to be playing games in the new billion-dollar retractable roof stadium on the site by 2027, the A's are going to be purchasing 49 acres at the old Wild Wild West Resort site. Breaking ground is happening, uh, or break ground next year will uh, complete in 2027. It's got beautiful views of the strip. Um, the mayor of Oakland was not too happy about this. In a statement she posted on Twitter, it says, I am deeply disappointed that the A's have chosen not to negotiate with the city of Oakland as a true partner in a way that respects the long relationship between the fans and the city and the team. The city has gone uh, gone above and beyond in our attempts to arrive at a mutually beneficial team, uh, term to keep the A's in Oakland. Um, they said that they got really close to the deal, but then um, she turns around to say that the A's had no intention of staying in Oakland and had just been using that process to get a better deal here in Las Vegas. So she says, I'm not interested in continuing to play that game. The fans and our residents deserve better. Ah, boo-hoo. This is huge. <laughs> we were just talking about this yesterday. It's like we predicted the future yeah. on the show yesterday. Or morning. maybe someone had some information about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's, I mean, at an attractable stadium, that's awesome. And just think of that area once it's all said and done. We'll have the A Stadium, the Raiders Stadium, T-Mobile Arena, the little triangle right there of, of just sports entertainment. It's just incredible to see what has happened with this city. It's it's becoming the center of the sports world. It really, just so much happening. You've got F1 on the strip, um, the A's relocating here. There's going to be a uh, Major League Soccer expansion probably here to Las Vegas, the Super Bowl here in Las Vegas. Um not really sports, but the opening of the MSG sphere like there. It is just crazy. Would you ever have predicted this like 15 years ago? It's just it's it's crazy. Yeah, when I first came to town, I would not I would not have predicted that stuff, especially if you go back to with the NFL in the early 2000s, where the NFL wouldn't even take money from Las Vegas to promote tourism because they don't want to be associated with Sin City. And look at the gambling, too, in the 90s with with college sports and gambling. And, and how could a, a team, a pro team come to town when there's gambling in Las Vegas? I mean, what other city? There's no other city in the world. That can compete with us. It really, it can't. What used to be kind of like a small gambling town is just the center of it all now. And it's really cool to see. Now, um, Las Vegas will be the fourth home for the A's. Uh, The team was born in Philadelphia as an original American League franchise in 1901. They left for Kansas City in 1955, and then they moved to Oakland before the 1968 season. Yeah. And uh, so NBA team, you're on the clock now. 
<clears throat> I that's happening. That oh yeah, happening. it is one hundred percent happening. When we don't know, but it's definitely going to happen. So. We'll complete that. We'll have all oh, the major sports teams then. That's going to be really cool. Also, this morning, silencing your notifications and ignoring your email at the end of the workday could make you a better leader at your job. Managers who disconnected from their jobs at home felt more refreshed the next day. They identified as effective leaders, and they helped their employees stay on target better than bosses who spent their off hours worrying about work. Researchers say the key to effective leadership in the office might be a better work-life balance. Um, Other research points to well-known ways to unwind and reset. You've got exercise, socializing with friends, quality time with family, even just TV shows, books, and hobbies. That that just separates the two so you go back in completely refreshed. Need to detach from things. Yeah, like people that brag about working all the time, it's... I'm like, that's not a brag. That's that makes me sad. You don't have that work life balance. And I think, you know, a lot of time people feel like I'm more successful if I'm always working. And I don't agree. I think that you're really successful if you don't have to work all the time. Yeah. To have the time to spend with your family or do whatever passions that you enjoy in life. Yeah. hundred percent agree with you. With that being said, I worked all day yesterday. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. You know what? We got to talk about something, something that happened to me at work yesterday. I was completely mortified. It was probably the the most ex- embarrassing thing that has ever happened to me at work. And I have to, I, you're not going to believe what happened. I wanted to crawl into a hole. Was it here at the radio station? No, or it was at the at TV channel station. Channel yesterday as well. Oh, it was awful. You know what? I'll tell you guys what happened. Let's do it like around 730. Okay, this perfect. Morning. I'll tell you what perfect. happened. You're going to cringe. I can't even explain it. And it has to do with my underwear. Oh, my gosh. I <laughs> can't wait to hear so this. I'm so embarrassed. Okay. Finally, this morning, I don't know if this works or not, but I'll bet you get some uh, extra faceless licks from your dog. Uh, TikTok's latest beauty trend is to rub beef fat all over your face. It's supposed to be a really great moisturizer, and it's supposed to cure acne. So technically, it's called beef tallow, and it's rendered fat that's been cooked down to remove impurities from your skin. It's kind of like lard, except lard is from pigs, but it's like beef lard, I guess. A bunch of people online swear that it works, and they say their skin has never looked better. Most aren't buying it at the grocery store. I guess back in the day, people used to use it as a natural moisturizer. And some beauty brands actually still sell it. They usually mix it with things like beeswax or essential oils. Otherwise, it doesn't have much of a smell. Someone asked a dermatologist who said it's probably safe to try, but would not be his first choice for acne or dry skin. There are a lot of other products now that are proven to help with skin issues. And he says that the beef tallow could actually end up making your pores even more clogged that said some fans claim they've tried everything for acne and it is the only thing that works get the beef and get jacks and i'll be in business then just take a steak and rub it on your face (laughs) (laughs) all right coming up next we kick off our 7 a.m social club we'll be live on youtube and facebook the entire hour during songs and commercials just go to the mercedes in the morning youtube channel or our facebook page and our 7 a.m social club kicks off in five minutes I never heard the full ending of that song. Oh, you haven't? No. Yeah. Think how it plays out. Thank you for respecting. We get the full song right there. You know, we need to respect the music. Please don't stop the music. <laughs> don't step on the music either. <laughs> uh, it is 
almost 7 o'clock, but we're on early. Our 7 a.m. social is on if you want to join us. We are live streaming the show right now. We are live on YouTube, and we are also live on our Facebook page. Just search for Mercedes in the morning, on the air, off the air, all of it is happening right now. We'd love for you to join us. So uh, check it out again, YouTube and Facebook. Could you do CPR? Do you know how to do CPR? Um, I have been trained in it. I got my certificate. Oh, wow. I am nervous to do it, though. I, I just hope I'm never in a situation where I have to do it, but I think I could do it. I, I know I could do it. I know how to do it, but um, I've never done it. Yeah, hopefully if you do, that's a skill you want to have, but never have to use that skill. And has anyone ever had to do CPR on someone or, or saved a life? Because we have a friend in this situation. And now because of this, Laura has signed up for CPR classes and she wants me to join her. And, and I, I probably, that's something I should know how to do is how to do CPR. We have a friend of ours uh, that we know through the horse community. And she was outside San Diego last weekend for this horse retreat that she does. And they set up in this campground and she was telling us the story that they were in their trailer and they heard this just screaming, just like, help, help me. And they go running out, and there's an older woman, and she said, like, eh, 65 or so, and she had had a heart attack, and she was lying on the ground, uh, intense details, but, like, foaming at the mouth, and it was just in a super bad way, and her friend knows CPR, and started to administer CPR, and she did it for 15 minutes, and she wasn't getting a pulse, but she didn't stop. She kept doing it, doing it, doing it, and that's finally when the ambulance arrived, and they brought the, um, the what do they call it, the, I don't know, the, the things that, the electric shock things. What are they called? The EKG. Yeah. Is that what it's called? Those things. Uh, they brought those out and shocked the woman and they got a pulse back. And she's, this lady is still in the hospital. She's going to survive. But her friend saved this woman's life by doing CPR for 15 minutes on her nonstop. Those are defibrillators, by the way. Yeah, there you go. yeah I know what you're talking about. So she saved a life. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I, I mean, that's, that's got to make you feel good, but that's got also got to be nerve wracking to have someone's life in your hands. Well, she's, she's, um, Laura saw her uh, in person yesterday and she was still like traumatized from the event. She's like, it was just, I mean, it was just, you know, the woman was in a bad way and things were going on. It was just so intense. And, and she said too, I didn't realize I was doing it for 15 minutes because time just, I maybe time stands still when you're doing it. You're so focused on doing CPR. She thought, I like, I thought maybe I did it for a couple of minutes, but then when the ambulance came up and we realized I was administering it for 15 minutes she ended up breaking the lady's rib doing cpr but the lady's alive so a broken rib versus being dead i'll take right? it you exactly know? wow that's crazy i have you ever saved a life um i can't say not that i know of <laughs> me neither <laughs> not that i know of <laughs> i i mean if, if you have the ability to that's one thing but um yeah i i've never been in a situation uh there was a time we got a little a little shook up because um i was sitting on the couch with my baby brother, and he was a baby, literally, at that point. He was probably like, oh, I'd say less than a year. He, it was months. And he was sitting on the couch, and all of a sudden, I, I hear him go, <coughs> and I look at him, because he was just laying there, and his face started to turn blue. Like, I've never seen a human being's face turn blue. It was just insane. And I screamed. I was like, Mom! She was in the other room. And I pick him up and I didn't know what to do. And I was like hitting his back. I'm like, something's wrong. And she's like, get in the car. So she grabbed him. I went in there with her. Um, obviously, I was too young to drive. We took him to it wasn't the ER. We took him directly to like his pediatrician's office and just showed up there. 
And they're like, and at that point, he got color back in his face. I don't know if he had something in his throat or what, but um, we got him there. And I was kind of annoyed because, and I know my mom was very annoyed because the doctor, he, they take us back right away. And we're like, he's our blue. We don't know what happened. He's like, well, he looks fine now. And we're like, <laughs> yeah, but he was blue about five minutes ago. Could you help? And he was like, just so not interested he's like well if he's fine if anything else happens let us know we're like could you look in his mouth could you take his you know blood pressure or something and finally my mom is like you need to check his check him out to make sure that he's okay and there was just kind of like you know well okay yeah you're fine take a take a hike it was just it it was so frustrating was he actually choking on something did your your mom get it out before you went to the doctor's office or just immediately let's go to the doctor's office no it was let's go but we don't know if he was choking on something because nothing ever came out like i was just smacking his back and I don't know if his airway was blocked. It was just odd. It, 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 we still don't know what happened, but, but it, it was really scary. Yeah, terrifying as well, especially if it's your younger brother and you see, look over, he's turning blue and choking. You don't know what to do. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's really like all time stops, like your friend said. Patrick, good morning. Have you ever helped? Uh, have you ever saved someone's life? Uh, didn't save his life. What I did was he was outside of Sunrise Hospital and he was on the ground. He was completely unconscious you could tell because his arms were in the air tried to try to see what was wrong with him i said try to sir you're awake and he he gave me no sign i gave him a sternum rub which means uh, you take your knuckle and you rub it on their chest to get like any kind of emotion there wasn't anything happening so then i started compressions and uh the emergency personnel came out and started helping and it took him inside wow but if it wasn't for you 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 probably added some some extra seconds to let the professionals do their job which is really awesome and a lot of people would just stand there or just walk away mm-hmm. so the fact that you were proactive is really awesome patrick nice job sternum rub yeah i gotta take these classes with laura learn how to do cpr it's nice to have that like you take it so you don't have to so hopefully you don't have to use it but if the opportunity comes up you're prepared I just, like I said, I've never had to use it in person, but I'm so scared if there's ever an opportunity because I don't want to freeze up. I just, I know how I am. I'll be like, ah, I know what I should do, but I can't move. Uh, someone's calling me. I got to go. No, you would you would step in. I think the natural instincts would come out and you'd be fantastic. Eight o'clock hour. Don't forget, next hour, 825, there's tickets for you to go see Blackpink. These are winning before you can buy them tickets. All the rumors are true, yeah. It's time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Did we do anything special like the city of Las Vegas when Taylor Swift came to town? Um, We lit those lights up off of uh, Sahara, or is it Charleston and Las Vegas Boulevard? Oh, no, Charleston and Las Vegas Boulevard that say, like, Las Vegas, and they have those, like, things. Oh, it's isn't it Sahara and Las Vegas Boulevard? Like, yeah. Be, yes. Yeah, that, didn't I say that? I said Sahara, then, said then Charleston, and then I went back to Sahara. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I think that's all we did. And maybe the Welcome to Las Vegas sign, too? I'm not sure. Well, the Houston Humane Society is celebrating Taylor Swift's concert this weekend by reducing cat adoption fees to $13 all week. The promotion is for cats that have lived in the shelter for 30 days or more. Taylor Swift, she loves cats, and she loves the number 13. And then the stadium she's performing in will be renamed NRG Stadium, Taylor's version, in honor of her concert. Our friends at uh, at a station in Houston, the station's called KRBE. Mm-hmm. They're changing the name of their station to 
Tay RBE. So smart. I thought that was so, so cute. We, we should have done that. Tay MXP. Why yes. don't we do that? We uh, could have done so much more. I know. Everyone's talking about this stuff. Uh, the actress Emma Laird. Am I saying her last? Do you know who she is? Emma Laird. Laird? Emma. L A I R D. Laird? Oh, yeah. She's on a. Uh, that What's. Oh, no, she's not the person I thought she was. Well, uh, Swifties went after her, after Emma, after she posted a picture of Taylor's ex-boyfriend, Joe Alwyn. It was a candidate of Joe riding a scooter and smiling. It got so bad that she turned off comments on that photo, but then the Swifties went to her other pictures and started making mean comments. Turns out the picture was part of a photo dump, and Joe was included because the two are working on a movie together. Oh, okay. So she's an actress. Yes. And once okay. once Swifties realized this, that it wasn't like throwing shade at Taylor or making a move on Joe, that it was actually just they worked together on a movie, they started apologizing. Imagine, though, being attacked by a whole fandom. And it happens all the time. Like, the Beehive will go after people if they say anything bad about her. Taylor's uh, Swifties will do it. Uh Rihanna's Navy will do it. It's it, you got to be careful. <laughs> They're passionate. Yeah, very passionate. Speaking of passionate fans, let's talk about BTS. And Suga has teased his next music video for the song. How do you see the song? Hagem. Um, I I don't know. I don't want to disrespect <laughs> the language. Well, you don't you don't know how to say the name? I don't. Not the name of that. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Uh, sorry if I disrespected the language. Oh, I no, I don't think it. you did. I, I'm not saying you did. I don't want you to come to me for the cor- correct Oh, I thought maybe the BTS expert. I thought you maybe no, heard no, the song or I, something. I've heard, the so- I've heard clips of the song, but I don't know how to say it properly. Okay, the song that starts with the letter H yeah. is, uh, is off his upcoming solo album, D-Day, which is also being released on Friday. Here's a little snippet of the song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sounds cool. I like it. I I, I, I just am very picky on... <laughs> there was a song he did with IU called People Part 2. I know how to pronounce All that All right, one. there you go. There you go. Kelly Clarkson took her audience on a journey during yesterday's show, as she did for... She's got her Kelly Oki, and people are talking about... She did a cover of Journey's song, Faithfully. Here is how that sounds. That's she. Her covers are awesome. She is just so talented. Oh, my gosh. What a voice, right? What a gift that she has. Oh, my gosh. I love her. Next hour, tickets to go see Blackpink. Went in before we can buy them tickets to see Blackpink. And then you kind of teased this earlier in the show. The issue you had yesterday. Yeah, it was probably one of the most awkward, um, cringy moments I've ever had. And I've had quite a few of them, but I really was completely mortified. And this all happened within five minutes of us going on the air at the TV station. If you watched Las Vegas Now at all yesterday, at the very beginning, you'll see my face. I was just in complete shock. I was sweating. I was out of breath. It was a mess. I'll tell you guys what happened coming up next. Welcome back to Mercedes in the Morning. They're the first voices I hear in the morning. On Mix 94.1. What happened to you at work that completely mortified you? I think this might be in my top five embarrassing moments of all time because it's just, I you can't, you can't write this stuff. Yesterday, after our show and after we got some stuff done around here, 
uh, JC and I both do the show Las Vegas Now on Channel 8. It comes on at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. And we had to do a training session for some new software we're going to be using. And um, we we signed up for the same time, which was 12.15. And so I ran out of here because I had to host the show yesterday. So I ran out of here. I ran home. I grabbed, like, my makeup and I grabbed a couple of dresses. I didn't know what I was going to wear. Um and I went over there. So I was there probably at like 11.45. And the show starts at 3. So we had the training before. And then I would change. And then I would do the show. So I just went in street clothes. You and I were both in street clothes, right? Yeah. 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 It wasn't anything fancy. And um, so we get there. We do the training. Everything's great. I go through my scripts for the show. And then it's time to get dressed for the show. So I go and I do my makeup. you got to wear a lot of extra makeup for TV. Um, and then I go to get dressed. I try to decide which dress I want. I had a navy blue one. I have a flower one. I put on the navy blue and I'm like, this is fine. And I always wear Spanx. And the reason I wear it is twofold. The first reason, obviously, get everything smooth and, and looking right. So Spanx is a must. The second reason I wear Spanx is because we wear these thi- this thing in our ear called an IFB and we wear a microphone. And when I wear those, I put them, I clip them to my Spanx. That way they don't fall out. And that's just what you do. Well, guess who forgot her Spanx yesterday? Oh, you did. Yes, I did. Because you were rushed, went right in your street clothes. Okay, no Spanx. That's an issue. Oh, yeah, we're going to hook your stuff. Exactly. I just had on my underwear. So I'm like... And that's um, the stuff that the the packs, the two packs that you're putting on, they're not light. There's some weight to them, too. For guys, you just hook them into your belt or your pants. It's super easy, but there's there's weight to them. They're not not something light. So I could see you wearing Spanx or something with elastic underneath it to really hold them in place. Even if you don't need Spanx, you have to wear something like that or boy shorts or whatever. They have the strap thing that goes around your leg that you can use, but I don't like those because then you can still see, like, the box, like, under your dress. Yeah, big if you're watching on the social club. So I am... Uh, I'm freaking out. I text Matt. I'm like, Matt, I forgot my Spanx. Can you bring me some Spanx, please? And he's like, I don't think I can get there in time. It, at this point, it's like 2.20 and the show starts at 3. I'm like, please. So he gets in the car with my Spanx. What an awesome husband. And I'm watching him on Life 360. I'm like, is he going to make it? Oh my gosh, oh my gosh. In the meantime, I, I'm just kind of, you know, I've got my underwear on and that's it. So he gets there. It's it's like eight minutes before the show. I run out. I grab my Spanx. I rush it um, to put them on. And in the meantime, I put them on in the studio behind everything because I didn't have time to go to the bathroom. I put them on and I had my underwear in my hand. And this is where everything just went wrong. Um, I walk back to the studio and there's some clients there that are going to be on the show. And the salesperson is like, Mercedes, this is so-and-so, so-and-so, this is Mercedes. And he goes to put his hand out to shake it. And my underwear is in oh my Oh my right gosh, hand. are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm holding my underwear. And I'm like looking at him like, hi. And I don't know what to do because if I make it obvious and put it in the other hand, he's going to be like, what's It's in that? your right hand and he's put his hand out to shake your hand yes. right there. Uh-huh. And so I'm holding my underwear and I'm like, hello. And I, I'm like, do I just pat him on the sh- What do I do? So um, I, I like put my hands down and I switch the hands 
And one of our interns saw me switch the hands. And she's like, do you have something in your hand? Do you want me to take it? And I was like, no, <laughs> no be quiet. And, and so I shake his hand. She goes, here, let me take it. I'm like, no, no, you don't, you don't want what's in my hand. She's like, no, it's fine. You got to go on the air. Let me take it. I'm like, absolutely not. So I run into the studio and I'm holding my underwear as the show's beginning to start. I'm like, I got to get rid of this. I can't just throw it. I have a, a host here with me. So I like cross my legs and I put it in between my legs. And I swear you could see a little part of my underwear. Oh my gosh. Even the show starts, you need your hands and everything. You can't be holding the so underwear. So I'm like tucking it in. I'm like, oh no. It was so mortifying. So after we go to commercial, I try to get up really slyly to put it in my bag so no one sees. And of course, on my way, I drop it. Oh and my gosh! I, I don't think anyone saw, but there's my underwear just sitting on the studio floor. I'm like so embarrassed. I don't think anyone saw me drop it. I just threw it in there. But when he wanted to shake my hand, when I have underwear in my hand, it was I felt the world stop. I just almost got sick to my stomach. And it's something to do. How do you respond? Oh, there's yeah, I heard, you know, my hands wet or something. I get that before. I always came out of the bathroom, my hands wet. Sorry. What he's supposed to say? Oh, uh, I got my underwear. Sorry, I have. Uh, my underwear. panties. Here are my panties <laughs> if you want to see them. And then the intern, too. How sweet. Just, you know, trying to help out at the same time. Take like, it. Shake. Get out of here. <laughs> shoo, shoo. I don't need to take my underwear. Could you imagine if I would have given it to her? Oh, yes. Thank you. <laughs> She's like. Hold this, kid. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Oh, my gosh. It was the worst. I wanted to cry. After that, I was just not right. I was not right. I was in a daze. I don't even remember the show. And that comes up fast, too. I mean, uh, all of a sudden, you're sitting down the street, and then if you have it in your hands, like, okay, Wait, 30 seconds? Okay, we don't have time to get up and put it somewhere. And the way the seats are set up, there is no little, there used to be a waste bin. Because uh, we used to have a table. Yeah. Um, like an actual, like almost like a dining room table we'd sit behind. And now it's a coffee table and we sit a little bit higher. So you see everything. It's hard to hide stuff with that coffee table. Oh, it's really hard to hide it. And like when I was trying to hide it between, you know, what with my legs crossed underneath the cross leg. I was like, oh, gosh, I think it might be showing. I'm freaking out. And luckily, I don't think it, it did completely. If it did, it was very minimal. And you couldn't tell. Cause uh -huh. My underwear is actually the same color as my dress. So oh, perfect. That it, it worked out well. out well. It worked out well. Oh, my gosh. What a story. I mean. What a situation, too. Uh, part of me, part of me thinks like, what if I would have forgotten it was in my hand and I did go to shake his hand, and then all of a sudden he has my underwear, and he's like, "Well, what kind of message are you sending?" <laughs> yeah, what's hey. this mean? Hey, okay, <laughs> talk to me after the show. <laughs> what would happen if you wouldn't have got spanked? Could you hook this stuff on in your underwear? There's no, there's no way you could have done. There's that. no way. It's too heavy. Yeah. Um, they did give me the backup uh, strap thing to put on my leg and then clip them on there, so I did have an out if it. If he didn't make it in time, but he did. So happy it did. Underwear made it home. Did it fall out like as you're walking out of Channel Late, like down the hallway or something? Like, oh no. No, I, I made it in my bag. Um, it's just, it was just mortifying. I did not. And the, the oh yeah, I just, I'll never forget my Spanx again. <laughs> Ever. Backup Spanx. Leave them at the TV station. Do you guys know, you as men, how lucky you are that you don't have to deal with that stuff when you wear, like, with the dresses and stuff, you just clip it on your pants. You're fine. Oh, it's super easy. And so oh. you talk about the makeup stuff. Uh, for, you know, I, I put makeup on as well, but I just put like a little quick foundation, some powder, and it takes me maybe 
60, maybe two minutes to do makeup. Uh, is that my alarm? Sorry. It's been going off a lot. Um, we were on the 7 a.m. social, and I'm like, where is that alarm? Yeah, it was my alarm. And then I didn't turn it off. I hit the snooze button, so oh, that's why okay. I went off again. Uh, yeah, so then as far as like clipping the stuff, right into our pants. The belt, and same with the, the mic, is super easy because if you're wearing a suit jacket, it just clips right to your jacket. You have a dress. You have to go under the dress. It's a process for you ladies. Yeah, it's a whole big thing, but I will never, ever ever forget those spanks again. Oh, I birthday present. It. Extra spanks <laughs> that you can have on the standby. I actually was wearing the skims. I love I love the skims. Steph, have you ever tried skims before? No, but can you get it for me for my birthday? <laughs> yes. Well, your birthday's next. Yes. Uh, you're, you're coming up in May. It's tourist season. Yes. Do you yeah. have the nude skims or the black skims? Um, they were nude. I they want the nude, nude ones. Yeah. Maybe I will get them for you. I didn't know you really wanted them. Yeah. Uh, Hot Three's up next. What do you have for us? Okay. Uh, flight delays. They have soared to a 10-year high. Why is this happening? We're going to talk about that. Also, what stores do the generations love? What stores do boomers love? Millennials, Gen X, Gen Z. We're going to talk about the favorites there. And then also, uh, we're going to talk about how you can now wear wearable alcohol. Now, I know a lot of people think that, you know, perfume is just alcohol, but this is an alcohol that you can drink and then put on your wrists to smell good. We're going to tell you all about it coming up next in the Hot 3. Here we go. Three, two. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. Okay, uh, flight delays. They have soared to a 10-year high with more than a fifth of U.S. planes landing late in the last 12 months. There's this new data from the flight tracking platform FlightAware, and it shows that 21.4% of flights in the last year have been held up an average of 50 minutes. I believe this. I have never, ever experienced more delays flying these days than I ever have. It's just, I just expect my flight to be late because... I can't remember last time I've gone on time somewhere. Yeah, it's it's almost like the standard now to be late. And that app is really cool, FlightAware and something. So Laura travels all the time for her job, and she was in Kansas City, and she always sends me her flight information, and then she got to the airport and just said, delayed. It's like, oh, great. And so with that FlightAware, you can you obviously see where your, your plane is, but you can see the the, uh, the the plane's prior flight path. So for her, it was delayed. I could see that the plane was coming from like, you know, Texas to Kansas City. It was in the air. So I'm like, okay, the, at least the plane's in the air. It's not delayed at the last airport. It's on its way there. So that's a good sign. The plane's up in the air coming your way. So hopefully once it lands, it'll just turn around and get you guys and go. But that's a really cool app to, to download. What do you think about people who get up uh, as soon as like the they get to the to the gate, like stand up and block everybody? Can't stand it. I I just... The other, um, the last flight I took, it was back to Vegas from Chicago and the flight, you know, we, we were on the tarmac and then we come up to the gate, seatbelt sign goes off and this guy from like six rows behind me stands up and no one has been, been able to get up or get anything yet, stands up right away and walks all the way to the front. Like just while the, the thing was empty walks all the way to the front and I'm like, where's he going? And someone said, he's like, the doors aren't even open yet. And he's like, well, I don't want to get trapped back here. And I'm just like, that's so rude. If you have a connecting flight, I get it. But it sounded like he just wanted to do, 
get out before everyone else. Yeah, the connecting flight's a whole different thing. And I do like it when I was on a flight and the flight attendants made an announcement saying, when we land, there's six people on this plane that have to get off immediately. Yes. They have to right away so no one stand up except the six passengers that are moving on. And the plane lands. And they, Mercedes, they kept announcing over and over and over. Plane lands. There's still a ton of people that stood up. And the flight attendants like, please, if you're not part of the six that need to get off immediately, sit back down. And the part of the six that were in the back, they're like, excuse us, excuse us. It's like they said it over and over. But people still, no, I got to get off first. It's like, calm down. Let these people get off and catch their flight. I wonder, just to give people the benefit of the doubt, how many of them had AirPods in? Because that's one thing I noticed when I have my AirPods mm-hmm. in. And then, like, Matt will nudge me. And I'm like, what? He goes, they said to put your tray tables up. I'm like, oh, <laughs> sorry, I didn't hear them. So I, I like to give people the benefit of the doubt, but you're probably right. They probably just think they're more important than anyone else. By the way, that guy that walked all the way to the front of the plane, I ended up on the tram with him. I'm like, you didn't get very far. <laughs> that didn't help you very much. Um, also, this morning, um, so do you have a, a brand, a store brand that you really like or a store that you always shop at. I guess this is more predictable than people think. Over the course of the year, just about everyone in the U.S. will eventually buy something from one of the top retail brands at least once. But some people shop more frequently at certain stores than others. And to find out which types of shoppers, uh, of brands that shoppers preferred, they noticed um, they noticed a trend. Certain generations stopped at certain stores. So I'll give you the store and you tell me what generation you think shops there the most? Like Gen X and millennials and stuff like that? Gen or? X, millennials, boomers, and Gen Z. Okay. okay. Um, Dollar General. Uh, I'm going to say Gen Z. Actually, boomers tend to shop at Dollar General more frequently. They say that, um, I mean, they give all the demographics of it, but they say their their favorite products to buy at Dollar General are candy, chips, and sodas, and they prefer brands like Coca-Cola, Reese's, and Lay's. If my grandma ate that stuff, I would be like, excuse me, do you not have high sodium levels? Like, (laughs) let's bring this down somewhere else. Um, What about CVS? Uh, Boomers as well, then. No, Gen X. Really? Yes. They say roughly half of U.S. shoppers uh, shop at CVS and their typical customer, which is a Gen X white college educated city dweller earning a high income, tends to go there the most. They pinpoint that stuff. Yeah, they're really specific on it. Their favorite items to buy are candy, chocolate and bottled water and pain medication and cough remedies. Um, There's so many on here, so I'm not going to go over all of them. uh, Whole Foods. Uh, Whole Foods, Gen X. Millennials. Oh. Uh, in fact, a highly educated West Coast millennial okay. woman. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you go, girl. Uh, Trader Joe's. Trader Joe's. Um, um, Gen Z. That one, it does. it's not specific, but it says a younger married college educated person o- earning over 80. So I would say it's probably Gen Z, maybe millennial, but um, somewhere in the middle. How about Home Depot? Boomers. <laughs> No, it's Gen X. Oh, Gen X. They said it's like a 45-year-old white man with a college degree. (laughs) Stopping there. And then last, Costco. Boomers. Millennials. Millennials are shopping at Costco. Boomers only go to Dollar General, I guess. <laughs> I guess that's the only place they're going. Mm-hmm. All right, finally this morning, if you're looking for a new fragrance to wear on the town, to work, or just to pick up the kids from school, you wouldn't normally think about spraying yourself down with gin, but now you can. There's a company that has just unveiled a new product called Sylvan Mist. 
which is the worst, the world's, not the worst, the world's first wearable perfume gin. They call it, they describe it as a woodsy unisex scent combining violet leaf, chamomile flowers, juniper, citrus, and baronia flowers. And it smells like um, fresh cut grass, kiwi skin, and honeydew melon. Even better, it was created to be drinkable, meaning that you can make yourself a cocktail and then alternate spritzing your cocktail and your neck with it. It's a potent one 151 proof. Oh gosh, it's gasoline. Yeah, it's not intended to be the base in your in your drink. It's like a spray garnish that you put onto the drink afterwards. Um, they suggest spraying it on avi- aviation. I've never had that or the cocktail bee's knees. It's going to be uh, available for eighty dollars a bottle starting May 9th. Uh, if you're if you want some perfume slash uh, cocktail spray, but then that spray is 150 proof, 151 proof. Matt, it's like it's sort of a, uh, like a mouth spray. Jeez, get your fix right there. Oh, what if someone's like kissing you on your neck and stuff, and then they're drunk all of a sudden? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Eight o'clock hour. There's tickets for you to see Black Pink. That happens at 825. Whoa! Oh my gosh! I don't know about this. You know how this week we were talking about the baseball player who his wife had to pick up the popcorn after their kids on the airplane. Yeah, she was pregnant and she said the uh, flight attendant, uh, actually the story goes that the captain made her do it and the flight attendant insisted she get down on her hands and knees and pick up the popcorn that her kids left on the plane. So a lot of people just completely went against him and his wife and they're like, you should clean up after your kids. Um, there's a new there's a new kid situation that has gone viral. You'll probably hear about it sometime today. Um, and it, it was on the Nextdoor app, which again, JC, you got to you got to download. It's the best no. stuff. The best stuff on there. The funniest things. People post ridiculous things. This one is um, kind of crazy. So this a restaurant goer went to, on Nextdoor and they vented that their lunch was ruined by a couple and their toddler at the restaurant. Um, it happened at this. Uh, Cassiari Asia restaurant and they they wrote while having our meal a couple sitting nearby pulled out a potty for their kids to use right in front of other customers they implied in the post that the kid went number two in the potty oh get out of here (laughs) who does that the restaurant claims it was just number one so you take that for what it's worth but they said that a source at the restaurant stepped in to defend the parents, saying that the incident is being investigated and that the customer who complained online overreacted. Um, the The diner who wrote this said that the restaurant staff was aware of what was happening. They didn't do anything to stop the parents or the child from relieving themselves in the middle of the dining room. They weren't asked by the wait staff, the restaurant manager to take the kid to the bathroom and they said that it was just such a put off because it was so disrespectful to fellow diners or display a respect of hygiene in public would you if you have kids and you were in the middle of potty training them would you ever bring your potty with you wherever you went and let them go wherever you were anyone think that this is okay uh most most of the people on the post agreed with the complaint, but there were some that said it was fine. What do you guys think? Call us or text us 702-364-9400. I know you don't have kids, but you do go to restaurants. 
what would you do if you saw a toddler going potty on his little potty training toilet? First of all, I'd be stunned and shocked that this is happening. Sitting at the restaurant, all of a sudden, the table with the kids next to us, they whip out the little potty thing. Like, what are they doing with that? All of a sudden, the kid starts peeing. Might find it comical at first as well. Like, can you believe this is happening right now? I would expect the restaurant to do something. Am I going to say something to the family? Like, don't be doing that. No, I'm not. But am I going to be disturbed by it? I'm going to laugh at it at first. Then be like, why is there a child peeing right next to me in his potty? They can't go to the restroom. I think you should take your kid to the restroom. And maybe there's situations where they're by themselves. I don't know. But take the, the take the kid to the back. Set up a little porta potty thing and let them take care of the business in the bathroom where everyone else does. I, I think I would say something in a situation like that. I wouldn't be... I wouldn't be rude. I'd be like, oh, are you potty training? Yes. Oh, my goodness. You know, uh, one thing I learned with my daughters that if you do it in private, they tend to go in private. Do you want me to help you take the potty to the bathroom or something like that? I try to be nice and be uh-huh. like, ah, I've been there, girl. You know, I know what you're dealing with, <laughs> um, but not be um, rude about it because you're more likely to catch bees with honey than vinegar. So why not just be Nice about it. Would you say anything to the manager or your server? Yes, I'd be like, this disgusting place, kick him out. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk to Annette. Annette, good morning. What do you think? Good morning. So it is a uh, same disgusting kind of subject, but not potty training. About 15 years ago, I was at the buffet at Sunset Station with my family. We're in the middle of dinner. And across from us, there was a family. The guy took off his shoes put his foot on the table and started cutting his toenails at Sunset Buffet. Oh, my oh gosh. gosh. Manager's got to step yeah. in. Yeah, that is just wrong. I've seen people clipping their toenails on airplanes before. That's nasty. Yeah, it is. Oh, my gosh. I totally forgot about this. This one time we were sitting on an airplane, and there was a girl sitting in front of my daughter, and she had really long hair. She literally took her hair and put it over her seat so her hair was hanging down mm-hmm. on my daughter's side. And and she's like, well, what do you do? And I looked at her. I'm like, I don't know. And she goes, what? And she opens her day table. And then she put it back up and clicked it. And the girl's hair was she's trying to get Brilliant. Cause that, I think that happens a lot on flights. When people put their hair over. What do you do? That, that's, in my mind, that's Brooklyn space. You own that area. Oh, the yeah. You paid for that area. And I don't want nasty hair in front of me. That's a brilliant way to draw some attention to it. Like it wasn't tight enough for where she couldn't get it out, but she definitely and so she pulled it out and then she left it there. But I told her don't you dare put anything on that tea table now. Oh yeah. Yeah, You're done with that. Scissors, just cut it. Everyone is saying that that lady is wrong. Uh, The kid going to the bathroom uh, in the middle of the restaurant is nasty, teaches bad behavior. Um, As a mother of three and grandmother to two girls, absolutely not. Toddlers are unpredictable, so it could turn bad on a dime. <laughs> You're right. You know where that stream is going. With those tickets to see Blackpink, these are winning before you can buy them tickets. They go on sale the 28th. The show is August uh, at Legion Stadium. We have your tickets at 825. And right before that, it's Thursday, so we have Judge Your Friends. This is uh, the weekly segment we do where we, I mean, I learn more about you two than ever with this segment. Uh, odd Odd situations, and we find out if we've been guilty or not guilty of doing them. So this is a lot of fun. You can put your two cents in if you want to call us or text us at 702-364-9400. Judge Your Friends is coming up next.
Those tickets for you. These are winning before you can buy them. Because to see Blackpink, the Mercedes, the show's going to sell out in, in a second. It's not already sold out. Okay, well, I don't know one second, but maybe like six seconds. Six seconds. Yeah, yeah true. <laughs> Give it an extra five seconds. But your tickets are coming up here in just about five minutes. Yeah, it is that time of the morning. The morning where we officially judge each other. Although I feel like that happens all morning long. It's time to play Judge Your Friends. We are live streaming right now on Facebook and on our YouTube channel. Uh, you can check it out. Make sure you like and subscribe Mercedes in the morning. All right. Here's how it works. If you've never heard Judge Your Friends before, it's an actual game. We don't necessarily play it the way it's really supposed to be played. We just draw three random cards and we uh, try to judge whether or not we think the other person has done these. And I have the official gavel, the nice. plastic gavel of Judge Your Friends. Okay, this week, it is me that goes first. So let's just randomly shuffle our cards here. Oh, geez. Okay. Let's see here. There's two scenarios on each card, by the way. And I just go with the one that I think would be best. So the first one, I think you guys know the answer to. So I'm going to go with the second one. Here we go. Court is in session. Mercedes, please stand. Can you, you're being accused of stealing a tip off of a table at a restaurant. Ooh. Oh, gosh. Are you guilty or are you not guilty? Let's go to the jury. Juror number one, JC. Oh, what man. do you think? Here's a reaction, too, right away. <laughs> yeah, it's just, I mean, it's such a heavy thing. You're at a restaurant and someone leaves a tip and you steal that money from a server? That is not in your DNA. I, I didn't have, have to think about this. <sighs> well, let's go back to hard times, though. Yeah. <laughs> Remember <laughs> okay. when I was broke? <laughs> yeah, let's go back to hard times. I just can't. If you are guilty of this, Mercedes, I'm going to be shocked that you would do that. Me? <gasps> guilty. What? Guilty. Why? Yes, you did it as a kid, as a child. I'm going to say you did it as a child. You took the money. And your dad caught you afterwards. Okay. So you have a guilty. I have a guilty. I'm thinking about it. I'm going to say, I feel like you may even told the story before. Like you took the money. You didn't know. No, wait, no. Can I change the verdict? The story was reversed. Oh my gosh. Not guilty. Not guilty. The story was reversed. You told the server you get 50% tip or something. I was thinking of something different. Not guilty. (laughs) Not guilty. guilty. Oh my gosh. (laughs) All right. Steph, juror number two. What? Do you think is Mercedes guilty of stealing a tip off a table? I know you've revealed that you have stolen from grandma from, I think, her bag. But it wasn't money. It was something silly like a candy. And she was bringing it back to Hungary or something. (laughs) But I don't remember if you said money or not. I want to say that it was, yeah. I don't see Mercedes doing this. I don't see a past Mercedes doing this. I don't see your present and evolved Mercedes, a mature Mercedes doing this. I'm also going to stick with not guilty. You've never stolen a tip before. Not guilty. Okay, let's get the verdict here. Mercedes, please rise. You have been accused of stealing a tip off a table at a restaurant. Are you guilty or are you not guilty? The answer is, friends, you should always go with your gut, JC. I am guilty. No. Guilty? I am guilty. What? It was just as you said. I was a kid. I didn't understand the concept of tipping. We were at Denny's for breakfast one morning. 
I see my dad leave a $5 tip on the table. We walk, we're getting ready to walk away. I'm like, oh, my dad left some money here. Oops. And I took it and put it in my pocket. So I get in the car thinking he's going to be all proud of me. I said, here, dad. And he's like, where'd you get that money? I'm like, that you accidentally left it on the table. He's like, oh, my gosh, that was a tip. So he takes it out of my hand, goes back in there, slaps it on the table. Holy smokes. I did guilty, steal it. Guilty, guilty, what? guilty. Oh, I know. I Stick with shocked. your gut. Yeah. When you uh, said that, I was like, did I tell that no, story? No, I thought you, yeah, no. Oh, my gosh. I think I might have because I that, that's exactly what happened. I, I didn't know it was a tip, though. I didn't steal it knowing it was a tip. I gotcha. thought my dad left it on the table, but technically I stole it. You did it, steal so. a tip. My, I was thinking, didn't you do, do it at once where the bill came and like you told the server, like, you got 100% or 50% tip? That was tip? at Red Robin, and uh, my dad paid cash, and, or, and he gave him like a, I don't know, like 40 bucks, and I think the bill was like 28 bucks and he goes would you like change and i go keep the change and my dad was like uh and he couldn't say no don't keep uh-huh. the change so he got really mad at me <laughs> that's what that. i was thinking of okay now we go to jc oh all right jc please rise you are being accused of um <laughs> oh okay uh you are being accused of passing out on the beach Without sunscreen on. (laughs) Are you guilty? Or are you not guilty? Passing out on the beach without sunscreen. Steph, why don't you go first? Juror number one. Guilty! (laughs) Oh, man, that's too easy. I see you in Hawaii. You didn't put sunscreen on. 30 minutes later, you're burning red hot, and you're trying to cure it later in the hotel room, and your bum is red and everything. You're trying to put aloe vera on. tanning. face down. (laughs) Just in the sand, face down, naked. Yeah, and I see you red from a mile away. JC, you're guilty. I can see this happening to you. No question about it. All right. All right. Okay. Uh, I am juror number two. Let me think about this one. Okay. I thought about it. Guilty. (laughs) Guilty, guilty. I think you passed out on the beach without sunscreen. I think you passed out in your backyard without sunscreen. I think you passed out at Target without sunscreen. I think you passed out at so many different places without sunscreen. I say absolutely. Absolutely guilty on Laura's this horse show. Yes. On a, trying to take selfies. Doing oh. his taxes. <laughs> like everywhere. He has done it. So I've just passed out. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you're so tan. Uh. All right. So, will the defendant please rise? You are being accused of passing out on the beach without sunscreen. Are you guilty or are you not guilty? I mean... There's no doubt that I like to tan. I like being outside, and I put, I put the uh, lotion and all the stuff on. Um, you know what, Mercedes, Steph? I have passed out outside without sunscreen, but never on the beach, to my knowledge, to my recollection. What? So talking about the beach? No. Backyard? Yes. Just this year, a couple oh, of times. You never... I remember you went with a bunch of friends down to... Was it like Cabo or something? Yeah. And... You didn't pass out over there on the beach? No, no. It was my buddy's 40th birthday celebration, and we went down to Cabo. Yeah, I did not pass out on the beach. No. Wow. Not uh, no. guilty. By a technicality, though. Yes. We, it was all in the location. Yeah. If I would have left that part out, we would have gotten this But one. it was just recently. I was out back uh, lying on our day bed with Jackson. I was just no sunscreen on. I took my shirt off, and I told Laura, I'm like, hey, wake me up in like a couple of minutes. <laughs> like 30 minutes go by. I'm like, oh, my gosh, you oh, didn't wake me up. Oh, man. Did you look like a lobster after that? There was a red tint to it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Steph. 
please rise. Let's do some shuffling here and see what we have. Oh, these are both good. Shoot. Okay, we're going to go with the first one. Uh, Stephanie, you are being accused of intentionally or accidentally French kissing your pet. Are you guilty or are you not guilty? Just like my answer for JC, guilty. Absolutely, <laughs> she's guilty. I don't think it was intentionally. I absolutely think it was accidentally. Momo is too cute. How could you not want to kiss Momo on the mouth? And they get excited. And then they're like, bleh, 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 bleh. and then you might accidentally get a tongue in the mouth. I don't think you stayed there. I think you're like, uh, but I absolutely 100% think you have accidentally or intentionally French kissed your pet. I say guilty on this one. Mercedes, without hesitation, I'm right there with you. Guilty, guilty, <laughs> guilty. One of the fastest verdicts in the history of Judge of Friends. That's going to be the correct verdict. Guilty from both of us. All right. Um, Happened th- last night, I'm going to say. Wow. Well, oh, probably this morning. Yeah. Don't you think? I think that, I mean, that dog is so freaking cute. How could you not want to kiss it and, and let him lick your face? But once in a while, they just get in there and it, there's nothing you can do about it. <laughs> All right, Steph. Okay. Please rise. You are being accused of intentionally or accidentally French kissing your pet. Are you guilty or not guilty? I am not guilty. What? Oh no, my gosh. Liar. I want to lie detector test. You would think that, but Momo does not like kisses. I try so much with him. I'm doing kisses, bumpers, kisses, and he dodges his head like this and like this. The only time he'll give me kisses is if he hasn't seen me in a long time, like over trips. And even then, it's a little one. But I've never accidentally, like, opened my mouth. I always go do the little pucker with the lips. Never French kisses, but just little kisses without the French. I think that we could all walk away from this just with three shocking verdicts today. All three. I am blown away. I thought I knew you guys. Obviously, I don't. What is life? What is happening right now? Stunned. (laughs) This is crazy. Oh, my gosh. This is why we play Judge Your Friends so we can learn every day. The other one was made a kid cry and thought it was funny. Mm. Maybe made a kid cry, but you're not going to think it's funny, would you? (laughs) She's like, well, maybe we'll do that one next week. You never know. All right. There you go. I do like Mercedes was, if you're just joining, was has ever stolen a tip. And Steph is like, no, not as a kid. Not present day Mercedes. I'm envisioning present day Mercedes at a restaurant. (laughs) (laughs) Don't mind if I do. Okay. (laughs) They won't notice this. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We go from Judge Friends to Heads Up. And we want to call her 20 at 702-364-9400. That's who you that's you. You get to play heads up and we have a huge prize for you. The phones are already ringing. We have your tickets to see Blackpink. They're coming to town, Allegiant Stadium, on August 18th, and your ticket's right now. Caller 20, you get to play Heads Up. You pick your category, you pick your partner, and if you get six answers in 60 seconds, you're going to win. Caller 20's playing 702-364-9400. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix 94.1. Hey, Samantha, good morning. You're Caller 20. Good morning. Good morning. You are playing heads up and 
We're going to make you a winner. I know you're going to do this. We're going to get you these tickets to see Blackpink. You have two categories to choose from this morning. Do you want to go with ride a bike or tea time? Um, let's go tea time. Tea time. It is. National Tea Day is tomorrow. So these are all things that start with the letter T, okay? Okay. Things that start with the letter T. Now, who do you want to pick as your partner this morning? You, Mercedes. Okay. All right, Samantha. 60 seconds on the clock. Get six correct. You're going to go see Blackpink, and you start now. It's not my fingers, but it's my... Thumb. Yes. This is the person at the head of the class. Teacher. Yes. This is uh, a child that's like between two and three years old. Toddler. Yes. This is when you get a rose, these are on the stem. Thorn. Yes. Um, I'm going to look at my watch to see what... Time. Yes. Um, oh, gosh. What's that? Pass. Um, when I drive, when there's a lot of people in the road, I might get stuck. Yes! yes! Are you a big fan of them? Huge fan. I'm a super blink. Oh, my God. A super, oh, super blink. blink. Do you have the light stick? I do not. Oh, we got to get you a light stick <laughs> because so you got to have one of those for the concert. Have you seen their light sticks, JC? Uh, I don't think I have. I'm seen... going to bring them in so you can see them. Okay. It's like, it sounds like a squeaky toy. If you hit something, it goes, uh, no. and it's got two hearts on it. It's so cool. I'm going to ask Samantha, honestly, I'm going to see if I have an extra one. I might have one. So I'm going to get your information if I have it and, and get that for you. Okay. Thank you so much. Congratulations. How about that? A super blank. Just one tickets to see Black Pink. That show is August 18th. Allegiant State. We have your tickets to see Blackpink. We have one more pair tomorrow morning at 825. And the next hour at 940, your tickets to our Spring Fling with Jason Mraz, Dean Lewis, and Michael Richter. It's Mix 94.1. Is SZA, Kill Bill. I love that song. I'm like... It's one of those songs that I can hear over and over and over again and don't get sick of it. Um, You guys were you were in your studio yesterday and our promotions director, Jeremy, came in there and he's always wearing like a band T-shirt of some kind. And I really like to see what kind of music he listens to. It it leans like on the rock side. Yesterday, he was wearing a Mercedes in the morning shirt. So I was very happy about that. (laughs) But you guys were talking for a long time in there. Yeah, Jeremy, he's he's a cool cat. He's a really cool dude. And he's got this music. Music club that he does and once a month they pick a band and what they do is they listen to every single album from that band and then when the month is over they sit there and um, they rank they rank the albums he just did Depeche Mode so they they listen to every single Depeche Mode album and then when they're done they rank them and they put out an official chart right now they're doing Def Leppard so he came in here to tell me about the Def Leppard albums he's been listening to and we started talking about future bands and we're talking about doing Pearl Jam and I said if you do Pearl Jam are you going to include Temple of the Dog. And Temple of the Dog was a super group with a Pearl Jam members and Soundgarden members. And let me pull it up because I have this song right here. The song that I knew um, was this song. Where is it? Right here called Hunger Strike in the 90s. So I said to him, if you do Pearl Jam, are you going to include that Temple of the Dog song, Hunger Strike? And he says, song? They have an entire album. Like, What? And he's like, yeah, Pearl Jam and Soundgarden, Temple, Temple of the Dog, they put out an entire album. I had no idea that they had an entire album. 
So yesterday afternoon, that's all I was listening to was Temple of the Dog. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm discovering this new music from the 90s for the first time. New, that That's like, doesn't make sense, new music from the 90s. Right? <laughs> I, know, right? but I know what you mean by that. Um, obviously, Eddie Vedder is in that group. I could just tell from the vocals. Yes. Um, who else? So it's well, Soundgarden. It's members of Soundgarden and members of Pearl Jam. So you have Chris Cornell is in there singing. Oh, wow. Some of the, uh, like the drummer from Pearl Jam was in there. And the song that stuck out to me on, on the album that came out in 1991 that I was listening to for the first time was this song. It's called Say Hello to Heaven. I'm listening to this song last night for the first time, a song that came out in 1991. But here's the thing, though, too. Jeremy was telling me that Temple of the Dog, their album, was released before Pearl Jam's first album. It was? Yeah. Came out before 10. Wow. I did not expect that. Like, I, I, they were. I'll be honest, and no disrespect, they were never on my radar, but I didn't really listen to rock music um, then. So just hearing it now, it sounds exactly like... Like Pearl Jam to me. It sounds good, but that's that's also new old music to me, too. <laughs> What's your recent... Do you have a recent music discovery, whether it be a new song or you just discovered an old song for the first time? Here I am going deep into the... And they only had one album, but here I am last night listening to New Temple of the Dog, for me at least. I think I mentioned it on the show the other day. Uh, it's I, I love the song. It's by Ray, and it's called Escapism, and... I hear it everywhere. I really enjoy the song a lot. Um, that's probably one of them for me. This one right here. You remember I played this the other day? Yep. Like when I go walk or if I attempt to run, this is always, uh, this is on my current like exercise playlist. Once it kicks in, um, I, I'm i just like obsessed with this right now. And this is one we're playing at the radio station? I don't think we are playing it. I would like us to play it. It's, it's just like the uh, the chorus that really gets me. And I just, I think it's a great song. And then there's another new song. I'm pretty sure we do not have it in our system. Um, and it's called Favorite Song by Tusi. Have you heard that one? No, maybe if I hear it, I recognize it. When you say it, I don't know it. No. Yeah, that one uh, I like a lot. I don't know if we'll play that. Oh, we do have it. Look at that. Okay. This one is a uh, favorite song by Tusi. I know it's like in the top 20 of the Billboard one, Hot 100 right now. I think it's really pretty. It is. It has a nice tone to it. What's your new music discovery? Or maybe it's an old new music discovery uh do you have one i love hearing about the music that people like it just it tells you so much about them it's one of my favorite things to talk about with people and you go back to like last summer talked about this earlier in the dirt but that that kate bush song running up that hill on stranger things so many of us have heard the song the first time while watching stranger things and the song came out in the mid 80s it was a hit last year but this is a great example of that so embarrassed to say that I had never heard that song before Stranger Things and I thought it was like one of those songs made especially for that show mm -hmm. and then I find out it was a big hit in the 80s never ever heard it before and it's just I love it it's such a good song and then this one from because of love is blind this song has seen a huge bump in streaming numbers I hope you did. 
song that no matter when I hear it, I shoot a, a screenshot of it to Steph. And uh, j- just because it's a song that reminds me of her every single time. It's this song right here. Or should I say it right there? <laughs> Steph, does that annoy you when I... That, for some reason, that song always comes on when I'm in my car. <laughs> I absolutely love it when you text me and I try to be witty with it. And I try to come back at you with lyrics from the song. Uh, what did I say last time to you? It was kind of a... It was funny. I, I laugh when you do that. Oh, I said, give me what you got for a pork chop. Uh, and, then, <laughs> and then the second time you sent it to me, I said, look at that girl right there. She make me say. It's just cute. I love it. That If I did that for you, JC, I think it would I, it would have to be a song from you, too, that I would text you a screenshot. What do you see it pop on the radio? Yeah, yeah. but I, I, it's never on when I'm in my car. I'm going to have to m- try to listen to those, like... You know, late late eighties, <laughs> early nineties stations. You too is like uh, Octoon Baby comes up as classic rock. How can that be? That's so. Uh, oh my gosh! I was in the uh, in the grocery store the other day, and who was it? It was. It was someone that came on as classic rock. Well, first of all, you know, like when songs you listen to came on in the grocery store, you're getting. Oh, I know. The cow could want to be on in the grocery store. Literally singing along to the song, (laughs) like, "Oh, this is bad. This is so so bad." We have your tickets to our spring fling next hour, about one less than one hour from right now, nine forty. Jason Mraz, Dean Lewis, Michael Richter. By the way, when you win those tickets, you're also going to get meet and greet passes. And up next is the hot three. What do you have for us? The Oakland A's moving to Las Vegas. We've got the details and the projections on when they'll be here. Also this morning, would you ditch a job because of the values of the company or the company culture? We're going to talk about that. And a surprising way that you can boost your own well-being. I think it's a great way to boost your own well-being. I try to do it as often as possible. We'll talk about what that is coming up next in the Hot 3. Here we go. Three, two, it's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. The Oakland A's are moving to Las Vegas, and they're coming by 2027. After years of tense negotiations, the A's said that they have reached a deal to acquire a stadium site near the Las Vegas Strip. It's actually um, on the on the land where the old Wild Wild West Casino used to be. My question is this. Where are people going to park? I was looking at the map. I think is it uh, north of where the stadium is going to be? Okay. They have parking there. They had a map up on uh, on the TV. Earlier. Okay, so good. They have some plan, obviously, yeah, in, in motion. It's a forty nine acre site, so I guess that they're. There's plenty of room here, but they reached an agreement to acquire that land. They hope to be playing games in a new billion-dollar retractable roof stadium um, by 2027. They said that they really tried in good faith to negotiate uh, with the city of Oakland, and it just... it, it. it wasn't going anywhere, and they've had a tough time. Some Some of their games will have... Like only 3,000 fans oh, there. Oh, boy. It's really, really bad. Well, of course, the city's mayor was not happy about it. She issued a statement saying the city would no longer negotiate with the A's um, and that they had simply been using the process to extract a better deal out of Las Vegas. She says that I'm not interested in continuing to play that game. Um, and it looks like 
this move really does have the backing of Major League Baseball. It, they're supporting it. I I think you're just looking at a completely different city than we had in the past, and it is becoming quite the sports mecca with this F1 coming here and sports, uh, the Super Bowl coming here, and Major League Soccer is going to be coming here. It's just, it, it's about time. This is so neat. Just think when it's all set in that little triangle of stadiums, huge triangle of stadiums. We'll have the baseball stadium, T-Mobile Arena, Allegiant Stadium. What else can we take from Oakland? We got the Raiders. We got the A's. What else you got, Oakland? Oh, what else, what else can we take from there? I don't think I want anything else. From <laughs> that mayor, she, remember she was coming down on Las Vegas and oh, stuff? Yeah. She's got some kind of issues. Just saying it's a dirty desert. Yes. They're just such a beautiful town. Yeah, well, I remember the, when I rented a car there a few weeks ago to go to Napa, the girl at the car rental agency is like, please don't leave valuables in your car. There's a lot of break-ins here. I was like, that's the first thing she said to me. I'm like, oh, my. Now, okay. welcome to Oakland, Nate. Check this out. And, and you talked about it on the air. And you're not alone. People started calling up. They were in Oakland, so they said the same thing to me. No joke. I saw someone post on social media the other day that their parents got carjacked at a gas station there. And their their truck got stolen. Oh my gosh! And that's what they told us too. Like especially yeah. when you go to a gas station, don't like keep your eyes open. It's scary. So, um, I also love that they're in the American League, so I can. You're Yankees! Holy smokes, Mercedes! I'm very excited about that. Yeah, I didn't even think of that. That's <laughs> yeah. gonna be colossal. Yeah, I love it. So um, that is uh, that is the big story this morning. Also this morning, uh, pricey tickets, long lines to get in, getting a drink, and and using the less than ideal bathroom situations that can may- make you rethink going to a concert. But it, you okay? It's <laughs> <laughs> that was an angry sniff. It was an angry uh, sniff. I, I saw something that angered me. Oh, really? Yeah. Can you talk about it? What's well, on, on the text line? Okay. Let me go over to the text line. What? <laughs> <laughs> Have they ever listened to this show before? Are you kidding I, that's me? That's why I got the angry sniff. I read that. Oh, like, okay. my gosh. <laughs> hey, Steph, can you call that number and see if you can get this person on the air? Seriously. <laughs> no, don't do that. I don't want to make it feel bad. A text. Go but, ahead and read it. Read it what well, it says. As you're, I'm reading. I looked at the text line. It says, you guys support that girl group. That's cool. But you don't support BTS. Just sad. Area code 808. Oh, my gosh. Seriously, I feel like you've never. This is. Is this your first time listening to the show? Welcome for this. We have some stuff for you to listen to. I, I mean, I yeah. I, in fact, we talked about them and supported them so much it started backfiring on me because people started saying that I talk about them too much. So that is absolutely not the case. Welcome to the show. We invite you in with open arms, but we just wanted to correct you on that. Mercedes could be the leader of the BTS Army, Las Vegas. I am part of the BTS reserves I, <laughs> because of your training. I picked up a lot of uh, BTS knowledge, and I love it. I, like I truly get excited when I see stories about the guys in the in the, uh, in the entertainment. News. And you brought up a story about um, Sugar this morning and I felt bad because I didn't know like the name of the song or how to pronounce it I wasn't trying to shut you down I was just like I hate mispronouncing words or titles in that are in another language because I don't want to sound like disrespectful to the language or anything like that and so I didn't I still don't know how to say it but <laughs> we'll find out by tomorrow I like when the it's released. sound of it when yeah. It's released, yeah um back to the story going to concerts actually can boost your mental health. Live music shows have been shown in a new study to boost your well-being. They say it can be a bonding experience that gives you a sense of community uh, community, and that listening to music also triggers a release of happy hormones. One study found that concerts increase your well-being by more than 20% after just 20 minutes of a performance.
We have our spring fling a week from Saturday, so I'll be in a good mood come Sunday. The, after. the happy hormones are already flowing through me on that one. I cannot wait. We're going to have so much fun. That Saturday actually is going to be a blast because we're hosting Walk for Wishes on Saturday morning at Town Square. You can still sign up for that. And then that night we'll be at Virgin Hotels for our spring fling. Yeah, it's going to be a busy day, but it's going to be a fun one. Um, finally, this morning, company culture and values, they're the key to keeping younger workers. And a new study shows an overwhelming majority of younger professionals say that they would quit their jobs over company values. The survey found nearly 9 in 10 Gen Z and millennial professionals would be prepared to leave a job and go to another company whose values are more closely aligned with theirs. Researchers said younger generations want to work for companies where they can evoke change and make a difference and gen x is not far behind seven and ten feel the same way um companies are beginning to take notice and they are really affecting change and and trying to get that that culture of fun but still hard work going on there's like there's certain companies that have certain um maybe not political values but like certain values that some people are against you know maybe religious beliefs or there's bring that into that workplace and i know a lot of people that will not shop or or frequent certain stores or or restaurants because of their values in that area the radio group that i work for in washington dc had there's religious uh, owned by a religious group religious tones to it mm-hmm. and there were certain things when i got there here i'm coming from las vegas and uh, had to adjust to these things it was a great company awesome company but there were certain things like uh, they wouldn't take when it comes to advertising at the time they wouldn't take beer money so budweiser coors light anyone any alcohol company they not, would not take their money for advertising if we talked about drinking or partying on the air, it had to be like real low key. I remember I made some reference to Pam Anderson or something. I forget what it was. And our boss was like, hey, watch that joke next time. I'm like, what? And he's like, yeah, that doesn't really kind of fit with the, the values of the company. I'm like, okay, this is an, an adjustment here. But I, I, I did. It was a great company to work for. But it was kind of a, a cultural shock going from you know the wild west of Las Vegas to this company in D.C. that had these religious values behind it. And, and you, you, know, you go with you, what they want or you can leave whenever yeah, exactly. you want. But um, I, I think a lot of companies now are trying to change that. And I always think of Zappos when I think of com- company culture. And I really think that they kind of reinvented it and made work about uh, collaborating and getting things done, but having fun while doing yes. it. And that's the key, I think, with that. So we just mentioned our spring fling. It's happening on Saturday, April 29th. You got Jason Mraz, Dean Lewis, Michael Richter. Tickets are on sale now at Mix941.fm, but we've got a pair for you at 940. And when you win those, you're going to get meet and greet passes. It's Mix94.1. So you know what tomorrow is? It is April 21st. That's correct. You're right on that. Yeah, it is April 21st. That's not all I... Oh! <laughs> Marcella 2. I am really looking forward to this. You guys just are too much. I don't deserve friends like you, but I am very appreciative. It's, uh, since my birthday is on Saturday, uh, you guys are doing a celebration of my birthday tomorrow, and I'm very grateful for that, guys. Thank you. Now, uh, for this radio show, there's a lot of prep that goes into it. We all prep and do stuff the night before for, for a couple of hours, at minimum, getting ready for the show. And Steph and I made the announcement to Mercedes early. It's official. You don't need to prep anything for tomorrow's radio show. It is Mochella all morning long. And that, in and of itself, saves me like two hours tonight. <laughs> I am so... So excited about that, but I can't wait to to talk about it 
uh, tomorrow and, and just to see what you guys have planned. I do want to say, because of all your your love and support, I'm bringing goodie bags to Merchella, and I'm going to have some goodie bags for you because you can't go to a party and not walk away with a goodie bag. So I'm going to be putting some pretty cool things in these goodie bags. So I'll, I'll spend my time tonight making them, putting stuff in them. So maybe you'll get like a yo-yo or some candy or um, uh, what's that glue stuff called that people use? The, f- the slime, is it called? The stuff? slime, yeah. Slime? Maybe I'll make some slime tonight. So. You're up to something. We saw you talking to Jeremy in our promotions department. So something's I going on, I may have asked staff. for things from the prize closet. <laughs> um, may have, but we'll have to see. It, it'll it'll be really fun. I'm looking forward our to prize it. prize closet. <laughs> hey, we really have one. We it's have an a prize closet? It's yes. an actual closet. Oh, I did it yeah. Oh, it's good. Making fun of me. You don't I even just... go back and visit them, do you? <laughs> you don't even know where it's at. I, I don't know where our, our prize is around the corner here. No. We have an actual prize. We used to have a prize closet back in the old building. Yeah. Why don't you get on your phone and let's see if you can find the prize yes. closet. Okay. <laughs> JC's going to get on the phone. Uh, Steph, can you go in his studio um, so that he can... Uh, Get out of here and you can run the controls. Um, let's see how long it takes for JC to find the prize closet. I'm going to set a timer. You can't leave the studio until I find it. Okay. Uh, JC calling the hotline. Oh, gosh. I'm wearing JC's headphones just just for now. Ew, wash your ears afterwards. I, no, no, I'm going to wash my hair and my ears. Hurry, JC. You're on a time. Okay. No, no, no. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it on your oh, marks. Okay. Get set. Can you put him on the phone, though? Yeah. Ready? Do you hear him? You on the air? I don't hear him. Oh, there we go. There we go. Okay. JC, on your marks, get set, go. He's looking for the prize closet. Running down the hallway. Okay. He's going past our office. I'm heading down towards Jeremy's office. You can't ask him where it's at Uh, either. Yeah, don't ask him. He's not listening to us. Uh, There's no, oh, I see there's promotions, uh, cubbies. It's an actual closet. Yes. You're at 15 seconds. Jenner's closet. That's locked. Jenner's closet's locked. Do you know where it's at, Mercedes? I do know where it's at. Yeah. Office. Oh, my gosh. You're at the Is janitor's closet? Yes. Running past the conference room, past our break room, down the hallway towards the back exit. Uh, let me just tell you, you're in the complete opposite direction of the prize closet. Storage? Is it a storage room? Whoa. Where are you? Uh, I'm in the storage room. It's not in the storage room. It's not? I thought that's what it was. What, the storage room? Yeah. Is Which one are you at, JC? By the back door. Oh, no, that's not the one. The one I'm thinking about, Steph, is that one. I'm thinking of one by the mailbox. That's where... Oh, that's not the one I was thinking of. So he could have won in two ways, but he won in neither. Oh, my gosh. There's a door by the mailbox that I never knew existed. And that's the prize closet. It is? Is it open? No, it's locked. Oh, that's why. Because they don't want you stealing. Because all my goodie bag stuff is in there. <laughs> um, but I was talking... That's ta- the, I that's guess the I- prize closet? I, well, I was thinking of the prize cabinet is what I was thinking of. You open that and there's a ton of stuff in there. Oh, I'm thinking, is that the one right next to Jeremy's office? Yes. Oh, yes. I, that's where I get like my scissors oh, and tape. <laughs> All right, JC. I clock- listening to us. I, uh, he, well, I mean. He's listening to Pearl Jam. He's <laughs> <laughs> listening to Pearl Jam's Jeremy. Why don't you go in there and ask him why he's not listening to us right now? I don't, know. I don't know if I want to hear the answer, actually. No, don't do that. <laughs> oh, I know. He listens. Hey, uh, he listens. Mercedes, we're on the air right now, Jeremy. I'm going to put you on. They want to know why you're not listening to us. Here's Jeremy. Oh, boy. 
Because it was early in the morning. Oh, it was? So I was rocking out. I have a speaker in my office. I was rocking out trying to do all my expenses. We were talking on yeah. the air this morning about UAC and Temple of the Dog. It was a whole topic of conversation. Oh, I bet. Yeah. It's an amazing album. He's, he was blown away that it was an entire album and not one song. <laughs> <laughs> now, another thing I'd like to make the announcement right now, right here. Jeremy's birthday is also on April 22nd. Yay! So That is true. Are we going to have a Jerchella? Jer- Any Jerchellas right. for, for him? Jason? They were, we're twins. Uh, thank you for all the prizes for my goodie bags. Of course. Do you think people are going to freak out when they hear what's in them? Yeah, I think so. I think so. And it'll be on the website, but not till tomorrow, so nobody will see. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's going to be great. Well, happy early birthday to you, Jeremy. I hope my my birthday wish for you is that you start listening to our show in the mornings. (laughs) I do listen a lot. I just happen to not be listening today. I know. We love you so much. You're awesome. Happy birthday. Thank you. Bye, Jeremy. That's our uh, promotions. God, Jeremy. He's so good. Was JC lost? He has. I know. I think he's coming back, though. I hear hear him back. JC, you coming back? Oh, there he is. Oh, there he is. Are you out of. uh, Okay, are you out of breath? No. (laughs) Did you ever find it? Yeah, that, I, I had no idea that door was there. You didn't see the secret door? No. Uh, how long have we been in this building? 13 years? Yeah. I never knew that door was there. <laughs> that just shows that you don't visit the other parts of the building very often. But I walk by there all the time. <laughs> That's our prize closet. Yes. That's a trip. Uh, you know, in your, in your defense, I, I seen that door. I didn't know it was the prize closet. I just thought, like, supplies were in there. I thought the prize closet was the thing next to Jeremy's office. That... Uh, Jeremy always wears the rock shirt. What's he wearing today? Local H. What's that? It's a band, right? Oh. That sounds like something else. Is that like Circle K? <laughs> that sounds like a cream. <laughs> it says Local H. I thought that was a band, a rock band, an alternative band from the 90s. Um, lo- It is. Yeah. Man, you know your 90s rock bands. Yep. That's impressive. Thank you, thank you. There is a Local H hook in our system. Put it in, no. uh, put it in the week yes. long folder. Okay, I'm putting it in. Where did it go? Local H. Sound- yeah, it sounds like a cream. Do you know what that's, that's preparation yeah. H. <laughs> Here's local H. Yeah, you know the song. I hope Jeremy's listening now. He's gonna be so happy. This sounds like so nineties rock. Oh, right. It's not even funny. Do you know it? No, never heard it. I like it though. It sounds cool. Uh, we're an odd spot. We do a song, we do commercials. Um, you know what would be funny? What's that? If Local H, like, they get the notification that their song was played on the radio today, and they're like, what the heck? <laughs> Where'd this come from? Coming up next, we have to, we do have time for What's Trending. What's coming up in What's Trending? Okay, we are going to talk about uh, Dan Reynolds. Dan Reynolds is trending. Uh, some sad news, or maybe it's positive news for them. We'll talk about that. Twilight. Are they coming to your television? And if you are a fan of Reese's, they have two new options for you. Are you a creamy or a crunchy? We'll talk about that coming up next in What's Trending. 
You are coming to our spring fling. It's happening on the 29th. Jason Mraz, Dean Lewis, Michael Richter, and and you, Andre. We can't wait to see you. Yeah, I can't wait to go. I can't wait to see you guys. Woo. Oh, we love it. Hold on one second, Andre. We'll have more of these tickets to our spring fling tomorrow morning with the meet and greet passes as well at 940. And Heather, she has a pair for you this afternoon in the 5 o'clock hour. It's 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. And that is it for us for today. We are so happy that you guys were hanging out with us this morning. Uh, please, by all means, for your own benefit, listen to tomorrow's show because tomorrow is Merchella, a day when JC and Steph go all out for me. Don't deserve this, but it's an exciting show, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. What is this? Power Rangers or something? No, this is also Athena Marcella. It's Marcella 2. It sounds like an 80s TV show. It's an 80s theme from wrestling. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, um... Uh, what's his name from the grave? Uh, the Undertaker? Under uh, no, Andre, Andre Johnson. And Andre, Andre the Giant. Andre the Giant. No, this oh. is um, this is a theme to an, uh, an event, a WWF event in the eighties. Oh gosh, you know, they, I don't they know. had WrestleMania, they have Survivor Series, they have the Royal Rumble. This was the theme to SummerSlam. Oh, okay, so there you go. And I'm going to be bringing some good D bags, and they are filled with some. Amazing things. So make sure you are listening for that. We are out. J-Love is in. But right now, it's time for the line of the day. Listen to this situation. I walk back to the studio, and there's some clients there that are going to be on the show. And the salesperson is like, Mercedes, this is so-and-so, so-and-so. This is Mercedes. And he goes to put his hand out to shake it. And my underwear is in oh my Oh, my right gosh. Hand. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm holding my underwear. You want the full story? Download today's podcast. Oh, every time I hear that, I cringe. I just Reliving that is so awful. <laughs> and on the other end, there's some clients going back to like their business. Mercedes Martinez from Mix and Channel 8, she had her underwear in her hands. Oh, so gosh, weird. I hope they don't figure out who, <laughs> who they were. And that'll do it for show number 1822 of Mercedes in the Morning. Mercedes in the Morning. Did you miss the show? You're not going to want to miss this, folks. Catch up now. Download the podcast of today's show and get updates now online at Mix941.fm. Mercedes in the Morning returns tomorrow morning. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, 
plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places. I'm Glennon Doyle, author of Untamed and host of the podcast, We Can Do Hard Things. On We Can Do Hard Things, my wife, Abby, my sister, Amanda, and I talk honestly about the hard parts of life. Join us and guests like Michelle Obama, Tracy Ellis Ross, and Brene Brown as we have refreshingly honest conversations. New episodes are out every Tuesday and Thursday. So listen to and follow We Can Do Hard Things, an Odyssey podcast, available now for free on the Odyssey app and everywhere you get your podcasts.